Welcome back to a brand new episode of the amazing world of talking shiz. I am CJ. And I am Maddox. So a brand new week. Happy 4th of July. Uh, last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 4th of July. Did you have a good 4th? Yeah. Uh, minus, you know, the excessive booms that scares the living crap out of my animals and the guy, uh, if this guy listens to our podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, um, we definitely love the fact that you love zooming up and down the road at 10 o'clock at night with your exhaust system cut off. That sounds like it sounds like an AK 47 going off. So yes, thank you. But yeah, other than that, everything's great. Well, you know, sharing is caring, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like our podcast, you can share with your neighbors, people you don't like, even folks you do like, and you're, you know, we're on Twitter, uh, we're on iHeartRadio, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter is talking underscore, she is, mm-hmm. uh, quick, also, Three months in a row, you guys. Thank you guys so much for voting for us on podcastmagazine.com. Three months, that, made, number 31. Amazing. That is super amazing. Three months. Super man. amazing. Thank, I, mean, I, feel, I, I feel like we're celebrities. I was not even this popular in high school. So <laughs> I don't know how to react to this. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I was the guy that sat in the back of the class, uh, wore all black, and put on my headphones and zoned out and lo- just everybody leave were, me that ha- you were over there just a simple plan weren't you <laughs> i do anything you <laughs> <in my arms. laughs> uh actually you know what see yep simple plan that's he had the emo music now I did have I did have simple plan in my playlist but i did listen to a lot of Atreyu. But that's on a whole different note. Um, so, yeah, go, uh, go to podcastmagazine.com. Vote for us. Again, we would love to make it to the top 10. Even the top 15 would be great. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, three months in a row. Thank you guys so much. It, it's, it's, Let's push for I'm four. Mad. Let's push yeah. for four. Can we get like four months in a row? That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah it, just, it was so amazing to see that. And, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Uh, anywho, uh, you can go to anchor.fm.com if you want to donate mm-hmm. to the cause because we always need better equipment. And uh, always, uh, yeah, I definitely. Gosh, man, my laptop is a paperweight. It just shows pictures. <laughs> that's all it does. <laughs> we need to get you a new laptop. You know the way sure. my bank account is set up between my checking <laughs> and my savings, and you know my four hundred one k, my stocks. You know the way the stock market is right now with the COVID and everything. It's just no, I'm not liquid. I got to get liquid, and that's the hard part. Getting liquid right now. <laughs> right now it's dry. It's dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. It, it, it's like sand. I'm I'm sand right now. <laughs> You're sandy. 
Yeah, it just gets in places that you don't want. Like my bank account, see? Boom. <laughs> see, I throw that all together like that. <laughs> well, keeping the theme of villains, because our last episode we did the villains of DC. And thank so, you guys so much. I mean, that's has been one of our most it's it's getting up there, one of our one of our most popular episodes. Uh we had superheroes of DC and Marvel. They're climbing the charts and now you know, mm-hmm. uh, villains uh, of DC's climbing the charts. And, and, now- and I think what it is is that we don't want to draw the attention just on the heroes. You know, you, it, you can't have a hero without having a, a supervillain. So, I'll be your hero, baby. <laughs> you try to go back into the music session. I, I, I try to, to roll it back. <laughs> okay, so this time around, we are doing Marvel villains. Yes. So, and be, before we start, though, I'm going to start the episode out uh, with a joke. I have to start with a joke. What do you call a deaf gynecologist? Uh, what, what does a deaf gynecologist do? Oh, I've seen this one. I know, I know. He reads lips. Ah, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That one's really good. (laughs) I got another one for you. Um, Do you know the one about the guy that went into the bar with the lady that came in? You know about that one? No? No. Okay. Well, the guy goes into a bar, he orders himself a drink, and this real big, heavy lady comes in and just gets up on the table and it starts dancing. And he goes, oh my God, I love those legs. And the lady looks down and says, oh, shucks, really? He said, yeah, most tables would fall right about now. That's funny. <laughs> I, I was waiting for a corny pickup line. You know, I like my, I like my legs like I like my eggs over easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, ironically, you probably got that from the same source. <laughs> uh, you know, I paid the fifth. I cannot reveal my sources. So, villains of Marvel. Marvel villains now. of Marvel. <laughs> villains, villains, villains. They're, like you said, you can't have a hero without a villain. And, and in some cases, is that you have a hero and they, like J. Jonah Jameson is, if it wasn't for Spider-Man, you wouldn't have so many villains roaming around New York City. But on the other hand, if you have the Avengers and the Fantastic Four all in the same city of Spider-Man, even in Daredevil, Mm-hmm. Why can I not? Why isn't that city still hectic? Just saying. Why is it still overrun with villains if you have that many superheroes all in one location? Just saying. But anywho, uh, what would you say your favorite Marvel villain would be? Uh, man, my favorite villain. I'm kind of split down the middle, to be honest. My favorite villain, I would say I'm kind of drawn between two. And the first one, I would say just because I I can definitely relate 
is Venom. I literally like Venom. Now um, that's mine. That that's my favorite villain is Venom. Out of all the the villains, I'm right there with you. Venom. Yeah, is like top. I'm just I'm I'm really drawn in between him and Loki. Loki, the god of mischief. I mean, he can create a reality to make it look like something that you wouldn't even expect, mainly because of himself, because that's, he's a god of mischief. He can make things warp around without having the Infinity Stones. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's his goal. You know, he's exactly. And, 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 that, and he's power hungry and that, and he thinks he deserves to be, you know, king of Asgard, and, which, you know, which I, I never understood like his backstory, but mm. now, I mean, they did kind of touch bases on it a little bit, kind of dive in um, throughout the Thor series that they created. Like they went ahead and explained he was adopted and it, right. What, what I'm saying is that, I mean, what why does it matter? Why does he have to have that power? That's the the question. Like, why was he so power hungry? Maybe, no, maybe they might reveal that in a new Thor movie. I hope. Well, because well, there's you know, a lot Loki, of things. Loki has his own TV uh, series coming out from Marvel. Uh, not from well from Disney Plus. You remember? You know what? I just it just dawned on me. Yeah. Which I, that's a, for them to kill Loki. That that's dumb. Um, but for me, like I said, Venom, Eddie Brock, the the whole story of the symbiote was for Spider Man, and now it landed on Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock was hated Peter Parker, but Venom already know knew who Spider Man was. The symbiote did. And the the just a little side note when it comes to the symbiote, the symbiote wants to go back to Peter Parker because he felt such a connection. It's kind of like um, a relationship, like a, like a best friends. Like they became Mm -hmm. like he loves, you know, Peter Parker. He wants to go back and, but Peter keeps rejecting him. So it keeps making him mad, which Andy Brock, it feels he's almost like the Hulk, the anger he gets this, you know, it's like, ugh, you know, he becomes. You know what? That would be an awesome fight is between Venom and the Hulk. That would be yeah, an what, awesome what, fight. I mean, now they have the Venomized Pops where it has like Venom took over Hulk, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, <laughs> Groot, Rocket. You know what? I do, I do remember seeing those Pops. And Ultron <laughs> and Thanos. Now, um, with the thing with Venom, though, he he abandoned Eddie Brock at one time. Mm-hmm. I think in the series he became Agent Venom, and he went to Flash Thompson. That's what, yeah, he that's what happened. He he went to Flash Thompson, and through Flash's, because he always admired Spider Man, he wanted to be good. So in a way, Venom is good but also bad at the same time so he's right there in the middle but then you have carnage carnage is like would be my number two on this list with carnage which if you think about it carnage is kind of like just like venom in a way 
Well, he he's Venom's son. Right. Venom had kids. And that's and then, see, I totally forgot all about that. I literally, it literally, I lost track of that. I cannot believe I forgot that he had a son. Oh yeah, he had a couple of them. I think one was named Scream. Like he, Venom had a wife, which was Eddie Brock's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And but Cletus Cassidy was Brock's cellmate, and then Venom's offspring went to you know Cletus Cassidy, which Cletus Cassidy was a serial killer. So could you imagine that? <laughs> he went like this dude, he already just went insane already to have right. to carnage. And, you know, one of the, they didn't really touch bases with this particular villain. I kind of wish they would because you, you would think that diving into a little bit more of his history and seeing his actions out on the screen would be really cool and that's sandman i'm not a big fan of sandman i mean that he was in spider-man 3 which you know it was not of i don't i was just not a big fan of sandman i just never have been Mm. i I I guess to each his own (laughs) right and i I just i kind of think that you know they could emphasize it a little bit better now we did see, oh. we did have a chance to see Mysterio. Mysterio came in to the, one of the newer Spider-Mans. Well, going back to Loki real quick. Yeah. One of, one of the podcasts that listened to us, one of his favorite villains, he said Loki because he loves his powers and the backstory. And he was like one of the best all-around character villains for him. So East Coast Avengers podcast said Loki is their favorite. Uh, going back to Mysterio, Mysterio would be up there. I don't know. I don't know if he would be my third, like right in line, but definitely my top ten. It would be Mysterio. Mysterio, I, he's to me, he's funny. He's just a he's a funny guy. He but was real like, cocky. He was like a cocky funny. Well, the thing with Mysterio was he, and I didn't like how they portrayed him per se, in Far mm. From Home. They had the, you know, it had his, you know, they had his name right, Quentin Beck. But the, with Quentin Beck, though, he he was a, a master of illusions. And like mm. from the cartoon, he worked in Hollywood. And so he he did like like the illusions of, you know, like car, uh, what, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway. Right, right. And then he ended up becoming Mysterio. Which for Spider Man he was very formidable. Like he, Spider Man, kind of like Loki. That that, that was Spider Man's Loki was Mysterio because it's hard for him to tell what was real, what wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like I'll bring that together. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're you're good. You're good. Now, one of the things that I would say, as far as like my number three, I believe my number three would be Ultron. The fact, the fact that the, the, it was basically created by Tony Stark. And. Well, technically it was Hank Pym, Pym, Hank Pym, who invented Ultron. Technically. Right. The movie had, the movie had Tony Stark. Just, I'm, just to clarify, Hank Pym was the one who 
invented Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, Henry Pym. Hank. And my Hank. thing is, is just I, I, whenever I watched it in the Avengers, um, Age of Ultron, it's just the fact that it he could have done massive amounts of destruction. Oh, are, and he was built out of adamantium? Exactly. Indestructible? Just like Wolverine um, Claws? Vibradium. Well, that once again, that was on Marvel changing that story. But from oh, the okay. comic book, it was animanium. Just That's that right. Thing. Yeah. But, you know, and like the, the fact that he can constantly swap bodies, like he could download somewhere else and be somewhere else. I mean, yeah, I mean, for, for a villain, oh, the Avengers, they, they, had, they couldn't keep up with him at all. Yeah, the fact that, like, oh, you want to destroy this body? Oh, I got another one. Oh, I got, I got another one, one. I got one on standby. It's charging right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be my hey, number what's three. What's the Wi-Fi password here at Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, there's, I mean, there's several many different ones. Um, well, a, uh, another podcast a Wednesday pool list chimed in and said one of their favorites is Dr. Doom. And yeah. Dr. Doom is, was close to Mr. Fantastic. They, uh, they teamed up on a lot of, like a lot of experiments and things to that. He's from, he was the ruler of like, like Latveria, Lacteria. Can you say the word Latveria? Lacteria. I can't even say the name. And uh, he had his accident, and then he becomes Dr. Doom. Oh, did you hear what happened to Dr. Doom the uh, other day? What's that? Well, he got pulled over for speeding in his Doom buggy. Wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> but he's a brilliant scientist, Victor Von Doom. And he was a... Now, wanted- personal opinion... Personal opinion. Now, you know that there's a Fantastic Four on Disney+. Plus. Well, I wouldn't call that a Fantastic Four, but yeah, go ahead. That was what I was going to ask you. In comparison of what came out prior, would you consider this Fantastic Four even worth that, watching? The remake Fantastic Four is dog vomit. That's all that is. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's like a dog eating. It was like licking itself and had hairballs <laughs> and end up getting sick and it just everything with dog food and hair and just blah. <laughs> and it stains the and it stains the carpet. That's that's very specific. That that's very specific. It's like as if you witnessed this before. I, I had a sick dog once. Vomited, <laughs> yes. And I looked, I said, oh there's Fantastic Four. <laughs> Reed, you had Reed Richards, and you had Sue, and you had Johnny Storm, and you had Thing. Well, you had Human Torch and Thing. The thing that, with the, the, the now the first Fantastic Four was great, and they had a, they had a nice rendition of Doctor Doom. I don't know what in the hell they were thinking with this Doom. That's not Doctor Doom. You know, but talking yeah, I, about villains. I would agree. Yeah, talking about villains. 
talking about villains right now they're telling us we have to take a break <laughs> we are receiving a message all right well guys please hold we'll be back hey there everybody welcome to up all night and are you afraid of the dark podcast we're your hosts my name's Cortland, and i'm brandon and in our podcast we take apart each episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, scene by scene, and discuss it in detail. This show is prime early 90s Canadian acting at its best, or in some cases worst. We're here to laugh our way through seven seasons and 91 episodes. So whether you're a fan of the show, Dink, the No, mister, accent on the dough. Hi, Andy. Won't you come play with me? Hey, we're just having a goof. Or experiencing it for the first time. We know there's nothing better than staying up all night with a scary story. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Life on a spaceship can be boring. That's what I hear, though life aboard the Oz-9 is mostly about careening from one near disaster to the next. To fend off boredom, gated galaxies outfitted their ships with a number of challenges, like bombs, poisoned crew meals, and assassins. One nice thing they did, and we can only assume it was accidental, was to include the old-time Earth podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Hosted by video game world record holders Willie, Ginger, and usually Simon, they review beers, describe video games, recommend other podcasts, and generally crack wise and have a grand old time. Not that we can enjoy any of the things they recommend, but whatever. Grand Rapidians play video games, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back after our break. Uh, where we left off, we were talking about Dr. Doom with the villains of Marvel. 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 <laughs> I think one of the coolest villains that Marvel does have, uh, besides the, the horrible the, the horrible suit, the, the costume that he wears, and uh, Pinto Comics actually agreed with this as well, Bullseye. I think Bullseye, he's one of one of Daredevil's foes. But Bullseye, mm -hmm. he's like, do can't miss. Like, there's been two renditions of Bullseye. One in the Daredevil movie that had Ben Affleck that was played by Colin Farrell. And I actually liked that, that version. He didn't have a suit on, but he had like a, a scar or a tattoo. I cannot remember because I can only stand that movie once. I think I may have watched that movie twice. Um but he had like a tattoo or something like a bullseye on like the middle of his forehead. 
And then you had mm-hmm. the one from the Daredevil series, which he never wore his suit. He wore a Daredevil suit. And, like, the dude cannot miss at all. Like, he's, like, talented marksmanship. Just, like, there is, like his hands is, like, the deadliest weapons. Mm-hmm. That's where he gets his name from. Now, the other one, I would say the all-time... I don't know if he'll be all time, but he is a very powerful villain. Is Red Skull? Red Skull. I would agree. He's Captain Captain America's main adversary would be Red Skull. Mm-hmm. I, and even in Captain America, they did a great job with him. And like, I, I was trying to figure out where did the Red Skull actually came from. I never got. I never looked into it and I have forgot to actually find out like where did he get his red skull at? But I think that, I think that he has the same strength as captain America or something like that. I mean, he was definitely out there (laughs) with his, you know, Mm -hmm. beliefs. I think he was part, he was definitely Hydra. I can't remember that. I think he got it because it was something that he create that he was created. I have to look it up, man, because now it's going to bother me. I think that he tried some super serum that was like Captain America's, but it was. It turned him into something else. I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to look it up right now because I want to. His name was Johan. Mm-hmm. And kind of makes was, you wonder where the Dragon Ball Z series came from. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to waste any time trying. But there, there is <laughs> right. an origin story out there. I just know that. I, I want to say that he tried to take the serum, but it was not the right mixture. This something. this next villain I'm going to name. He always gave me this vampire slash mixture of evil Batman type feel. And this was Mr. Sinister. Yes. Mr. Sinister. There's the uh, take a knee for Marvel versus DC actually Mm -hmm. mentioned Mr. Sinister. He said, Mr. Sinister is one of his favorites. So yeah, he did. He gave off that, that vampire feel, feel in the X-Men. Like I, I believe him and Cyclops were adversaries. If my memory right. serves me correct. And one of the things is just, he just gives that feel. He he really does. He he really does. Um, the other one, I would say. Yeah, he kind of looks like a, he's like a, a, a Morbius because Morbius was Spider-Man's, one of Spider-Man's villains. But yeah, like he, man, I want to look him up real quick because. Now, another. That, he, well, he had that little, like a. A red triangle, right? Like right, right in the middle of his forehead. And he also had it in his chest. Right. And he had that, uh, he, I knew he, he was a mutant, but uh, I forgot what mutant powers he possessed. He possessed um, social Darwinism. He, he was, a, it wasn't a power per se, but he, he shared he his social philosophy. Distancing. 
Yeah, social distancing. He practiced yeah. social distancing. He had like this big thing about trying to become immortal. And he he's like a genesis. Well, yeah, he controls mutant powers and their abilities. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And now he's capable that. of cloning, creating, enhancing, and controlling different types of mutant abilities. I and like, like he wanted to be the only one. Yeah. Like he, he wanted to push, you know, mutants to their limits. And, yep, I remember him. He, Mister Sinister, I think. I, I want to say that he did play. In the X-Men Apocalypse? No, I, I, that'd be great to actually see him. Maybe not him as Mr. Sinister, but maybe before his powers, mm. maybe. I have to re-watch Apocalypse, but I don't, that'd be a great... Which, by the way, the Apocalypse X-Men movie, I actually, I don't care. Hands down, I love it. It was an amazing I can't stop watching it. I probably want to f- probably find the movie and buy it. I wish, man, dude, you got that off of Amazon. Matter of fact, Apocalypse on Black Friday was on sale for like seven bucks for Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll probably end up I, getting it sometime. I agree. I really enjoyed Apocalypse. I like how they did Storm. I like how they did Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. I just wish that instead of, Apocalypse looking like a pissed off Zordon from Power Rangers, they would have beefed him up like they did with Thanos. You know how crazy he would look? Like, because in the comic books, Apocalypse, he's, he's a beefy dude. He's buff. He's not coming out there looking like he's anorexic and looking like a Smurf. You know, he was, <laughs> dude, he was like, he was powerful. The, honestly, that, this, the one, yeah apocalypse from the comic books he literally looked like a giant with that had like had babies with um what is that samus oran from metroid that's the kind of armor that it looks like yeah it's like kind dude of, he was buff like dude he looked like he like like steroids or something like he was working like he can out. take his two pinkies and grab your leg with one and grab your head with the other one and just rip them apart yeah exactly like that that's that's you know because they made because well there once again you have fox versus marvel mm-hmm. so fox did you know i think they, they i wish they would have got that design right right um, i guess another one that would be pretty cool to see more of would be juggernaut Juggernaut, I, I I'm happy that they got Juggernaut correct in Deadpool two. To see him as jacked up, I, I didn't like. I don't know if he's dead or not because they shoved a well. Deadpool shoved a live uh, wire, not Deadpool. It was Cable shoved a wire up his butt and electrocuted him. But you can't kill Juggernaut. That's the thing. Like Juggernaut, dude, he's he's Charles Xavier's brother, or one, mm-hmm. or half brother, one of the two. I think they're brothers, stepbrother. I thought they were real brothers, but apparently in the in the okay. Well, anywho, but like that's why he wear he wears that ha- ha- helmet, is because he, uh, Charles Xavier can't go through that helmet for his psychic abilities. Like it blocks, just like Magneto. He, mm-hmm. Charles Xavier cannot, uh, you know, go. Can't through. control him. Yep, 
through his telekinesis, like the amazing nerd show actually mentioned Magneto as well. But Magneto can be, he could be good, but also he could be evil all at the same time. It's depending mm-hmm. on where he stands. But Juggernaut, Magneto, yeah. Now the other one, I think one of the, I would say one of the very awesome females of evil in Marvel because she can literally morph into anything and that's Mystique. Oh yeah. Mystique, and she, she is bad. I wish they had a, I wish Mystique looked like they did in the comic books. How she had that white dress, the white boots, the white gloves. That's Mystique. She basically walking around naked. But not instead naked. of what they've got now. Well, that's both. Well, even in X Men in the late 90s and early 2000 mm. to the new X Men movies, Mystique, why? I don't understand why she's not wearing any clothes. Because basically, I mean, just awesome to, to have that skull belt that she had on. That, dude, that would be the most fantastic Mystique. Now, Disney's going, since they bought Fox, they're going to reboot the series, which would be kind of cool to see if we had a really, right. good, really good rendition of Mystique, if she looked like the comic books. You know how many fans out there would geek out over that? Just oh, yeah, dude. They, like dude, they would, like, go nuts. Now, to kind of go back to what we were talking about before, Two people I would like to see go head-to-head, two villains, is Rhino and Juggernaut. Man, that would be a, bad, that'd be a lot of buildings messed up. <laughs> that'd be a lot of buildings. <laughs> be a lot of broken glass. I can say that. Right. Uh, to name another female that that's uh, on the Marvel list, I would say Lady Deathstrike. Oh, absolutely! Fingernails like Wolverine's animanium claws. Yeah, you know the ones that if she give you uh, a you know prostate check and examination, she can rip your freaking bladder out. Just saying, <laughs> she go get a manicure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is she walking around with red nail polish? <laughs> That'd be Blood red nail polish. Oh my god, you you'd freak some people out. Man, like seeing her, and I hated that the fact that they. That's one thing I like. Like when it comes to superhero movies, how they kill off some of the good villains. Mm-hmm. Like Lady Deathstrike to see her come back later on in the series would have been fantastic. Right? Because they're like she started like an underground type movement in a cartoon series of X-Men. It was Lady Deathstrike. And her Wolverine was going back and forth. They boys went back and forth. But neither of them can't kill each other because she has the same, <laughs> this, basically. The same abilities. Yeah, pretty much. And they're, you know, they're both, have, yeah, they both have the Animanium Claws. And, of course, you know, she actually has 10 compared to his six. So he's a little outgunned a little bit. Yeah, and I still think that was kind of hilarious whenever, um, I think it was, yeah, it was in Wolverine, uh, in one of the Wolverine movies where he meets up with her, he's like, and she pulls out her finger, and then, like, it reveals the blade coming out of her finger, he goes, and then he goes, oh, I got those, and he goes, shing, he pulls out all six, and he goes, and then she goes, 
and then she just like unleashes all ten, and she and he goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Talking about well, she, hey, Wolverine, pull my finger. <laughs> Basically, just cuts off all yours trying to pull pull her finger. Well, I, I think too, if you really think about it, I think they were on a roll whenever they were creating those kind of characters, like Wolverine and then Lady Deathstrike. Um, then they well, yeah, brought then up this. Yeah, and then you have this Dakin. You remember him? He has three blades, but two coming out of his knuckles and one coming out of his wrist. Do you remember that one? I do one? not remember him. No, I do not. Well, he he's actually in the Marvel and is Wolverine's long-lost son. Torn from his mother's womb by the dark figure of Romulus. See, 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 I've never got like that too far into a story when it. I never even heard of him. Yeah, he's he's Wolverine's long lost son, and it's he turned evil, and he's. I think what it is is that when daddy issues, he had daddy right. issues. That's daddy issues. He got, he got so mad. Dad, dad went out, got a gallon of milk. Now look Never at me, came now I got back. claws. I got claws now. I'm gonna go. I want slash slash. <laughs> Leave it to the daddy issues. And then of course they've they've also got the hood. You remember that? Don't I know. I I remember Red Hood, which that's DC which is kind of a DC villain, but I, I've never heard of the hood. So there's that. Uh, Parker Robbins found a mystical cloak and a pair of boots that endowed really? him with uh, supernatural abilities. Let me, and he fights Dr. Strange because that's something I go into. Like the other day I, I was in target and I was like, I'm gonna buy these clothes, but then I got them, tried them on and they're all mystical and I'm going to float around. <laughs> Really? Who wrote, who wrote that? Mystical clothes? Are you kidding me? What happens if you wash them? Does the magic go away? Does the magic go away? Now you have a magical dishwasher? No, clothes washer? <laughs> I got a magic washing machine. It's floating right now. I can't even get clothes in it. <laughs> it starts launching socks at you out of nowhere. Oh, that's where that sock got, went. Got bleach in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say another one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites. It would be Abomination. Because mm-hmm. him, he matches the Hulk. The Hulk strength. I know. Yes. That would be a, a good combination for him and the Hulk go head to head. Oh, they have. Remember in the Incredible Hulk with... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's with, right. They did. But they didn't have... Like the fight scene maybe lasted... Roughly about 10, 10 minutes, maybe roughly 12, 12 to 10 minutes. I haven't watched the Incredible Hulk in about a year or so. But unlike the Hulk, he actually retains his human intelligence when he re- transforms. Yeah. So, you know, just think like, because the Hulk is just raw power, he's just raw emotion. Yeah. You know, and as soon as. can actually think. Yeah, and as soon as you start ticking him off more, the more powerful he gets. But definitely, like him and him and Hulk battled, and like the the thing is, I wish they never talked about the Abomination throughout the whole MCU. 
since when they first started with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They just left him off the, the off the board. Like, what happened to him? Where did he go? Right. Now, another villain I kind of wish that they would kind of touch bases on and kind of shed some light on it. They, they kind of touched it a little bit on one of the Spider-Mans, but they didn't really dive into it a whole lot, and that's Lizard. You know, when The Amazing Spider-Man came out with um, Andrew Garfield, I was mm-hmm. so happy that they were actually using a villain that we haven't seen yet, which was the lizard. Now, technically, he looked like a pissed-off dinosaur, <laughs> like a lizard. Right? That's the only flaw. Other than that, I mean, I, it was great to actually see the lizard. Now, and they, they kind of hinted about this. Now, I haven't seen it. Now, if it is out there, forgive me, I probably haven't seen it yet. But Galactus. Now, he was at the end of Fantastic Four 2, the Silver Surfer, which that's Silver Surfer's, like, that's, like, Galacticus uh, has enslaved Silver Surfer. So Silver Surfer has to go to these planets to survey them and get them ready to be swallowed. So that's what Galacticus does. Or Galactic, or I can't say the name. But anyway, he goes and he, he literally, he's, he devours planets. Yeah, it. and I knew that, but I just, I guess for the life of me, I was looking they, for an actual person. Oh, no, they've uh, never, uh, he was a fog. That's the closest you ever got, and I think there were some eyes. But as far as Galacticus goes, like, dude, all you saw was a fog. That was it for Fantastic Four, uh, Silver Surfer. That was it. You never actually saw him, which he could be the next big Marvel villain, the big, you know, just like, uh, Thanos was because Galact- I mean he's the devourer of planets it would take mm-hmm. a lot of the Avengers to actually go and defeat him but they'd have to be in space because there's no way he could fit on earth I mean, unless he shrinks I tell yeah. you there's one villain talk about strength that I never understood where in the world he got his strength from the kingpin I know his strength was just like super at no not even remotely human and he looks right? like your typical man and kingpin hey, hey, just well, as they as they see down here in the south he's a little big boner for he, he he's a big boner fella right there i tell you <laughs> what he big bone that's all he was old mr kingpin he over in his in nice little penthouse you big thick. Boy, i'll bet you like those baloney sandwiches don't you i bet you can eat about 10 of them the way you look <laughs> he's thick <laughs> That's what he is. He's thick. Um, an- another one would be, um, I, I kind of wish they kind of emphasized him a little bit more, was Pyro. Well, they did in X-Men 2. Yeah. It, it didn't really X-Men use him 3. a whole lot, though. Well, I mean, they they kind of brought him into, into the, the X-Men world, but then you had X-Men 3 where he was there. He didn't do a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. But he was there. I mean, it didn't. I mean, I never really cared for Pyro, you know. Mm. But I mean, he shoots. He he manipulates fire. Okay, yay. You know, you know what can cure fi- fire? A water hose. Water. <laughs> uh, what about the absorbing man? That's a good character. That is a good villain. He is kind of like. 
he's kind of like a mezzo from DC. Mm-hmm. Absorbing man can absorb anything, any material, wood, uh, metal, whatever he can. He, he dirt. <laughs> he can he can absorb it. That's why he called him absorbing man. So he can just take any material, whatever, and absorb it into his own. That's I mean he's a that's one that'd be a great little character to have also like a villain to actually have him like because I I do believe him he was more of a Hulk I do believe like he was more in the Hulk universe mm-hmm. well he made it to Spider Man I take it back Spider Man has fought him too but that would be I mean dude he could he could absorb anything like he'd be a wrecking ball you know and just come at you. That would be very awesome to see. I would love that for them to kind of bring that back. Um, now, oh, what about go ahead. one of my favorite characters was Dark Phoenix. Yep. That I, that was one of my favorite characters, even though it was Jean, Jean Grey, you know, absorbed this mystical fart spray or whatever it was in, in space and mm-hmm. she, like dark phoenix was dude that was a powerful powerful villain they didn't even like in the x-men dark phoenix or phoenix or whatever the last x-men movie was they mm-hmm. did not even display her true power because she had gene gray's ability was she was a great telekinesis Right, and she has t- tremendous amounts of power that's hidden. And then amplify that by 10? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Like, she could, like, take on Galacticus. She could take on Thanos. And just with a snap of her finger, dude. Take all of them and just, just like, oh, is that all? You want to snap your fingers, Thanos? Watch this. <laughs> Is that all you got? No, let me show you some real power. <laughs> I, you have you have Green Goblin, mm-hmm. and which is Norman Osborn, and of course you got Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus, Spider Man. I think Spider Man does have some cool villains. I think another one of my favorite villains. I would say Sabretooth because the way he way he is like he him and Wolverine. Dude, always fault. Now, in the Wolverine movie, uh, or X-Men Origins, they said that uh, Sabretooth was his brother. Mm-hmm. That, not the case. <laughs> that wasn't the case. His name was Victor Creed. And he's basically, uh, he's, he wanted to, like, he, Logan had the talent, and Victor Creed had the jealousy. So he, he was like, he's like the, the bigger, badder, meaner version of Wolverine, basically. Except he uses right. fingernails. Now, one of the things that uh, kind of going into Spider-Man's villains, going back to Dr. Octopus, I think they didn't really emphasize a whole lot of some of the things that Dr. Octopus got involved with. Like, Dr. Octopus got involved with uh, Red Skull. Oh yeah, he he like him and Norman Osborn used to collaborate. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. around. There's even one part where uh, he 
actually takes over Peter Parker's mind. Like they do a mind swap. Uh, that would be very interesting to see. He became would, Spider-Man. Right. I would learn? love, I would love for them to recreate, like bring some of these comics to light to where that would be pretty cool. He actually improved uh, Peter Parker's suit. So, yeah, I mean, he... But see, he they, they made it seem like, with the new Spider-Mans, they made it seem like that Tony Stark improved Spider-Man's suit. And once again, changing, changing, yeah. changing, changing. Who knows? i tell you what, let's go ahead and call this a day. <laughs> let's go ahead and just call this... Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And if we missed any of your favorite villains, please shout us out on Twitter and let us know who your favorite villain is of Marvel. Yep. And thank you so much guys. And just again, wow. Three months in a row. Uh, please go vote. We would love to see number four. Thank you guys for all your love and support. Thank you. Thank you guys. See you guys next week.